0: you going to announce I guess I will Hello all you podcast listeners out there my name is Jim Noka I'm with Kyle Verstig I'd like to welcome you to Knife Journal the podcast episode t- number 27 <laughs>
1: Uh eh, doesn't seem like we've been around that long. That's a lot nope. of episodes. <laughs> yeah. And here we are in the frozen
0: north country. Yeah. Uh, woke up this morning, 5.30, 22 below zero. Yeah, mine's 15 here. Yeah. And uh, the smoke is freezing in the chimneys. <laughs> it's starting to plug things up a little bit. Uh, although it's absolutely gorgeous outside i mean it is i just came in a little bit ago from cutting some wood and uh i uh i was a bit chilly when i got started but i actually was sweating when i finished it's probably 18 below right now jeez and uh but it's just it's just nice i mean it's it's the sun is out shining the sky is blue
1: yeah that's what it's like here
0: today pretty nice out <laughs> It's warm inside. You know, I haven't, you know, people ask me about uh, <clears throat> how much, how much wood I burn. <laughs> and, and it's, it, it's trucks. It's, yeah, it's like kind of fine. because log funny trucks it's full. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's log trucks full of wood. It, it actually, right now, I am about $1,000 into heating my house. That's not since, bad. Since the end of September. I have not burned an ounce of LP gas in my LP gas boiler uh-huh. this year. This well this since this winter this heating season. I have not even turned on my my gas boiler all season long. Huh. I have just been burning wood. That's awesome. And uh <clears throat> some people say, Well, why do you do that? because it's fun. And, well, you know, and really when you when when I take back, you know, I was I was putting wood in there this morning and I was thinking about this and I thought you you know, you burn wood I think just to feel like you're independent. I don't think there's any other I mean, yeah, you know, if you have an inside wood stove, the the, the heat is a little bit different than a than a forced air furnace or or uh but I have I have hot water. I have a hot water boiler. And I think the I think it's a it's a feeling of independence, like like telling the Middle East, I don't need your stinking oil. <laughs> in in a way, I, and maybe it doesn't equate to that, but I think that that's the feel one of the feelings that you get from it. Uh-huh. Besides besides you know being manly and all that, right? And it's fun to play with axes and whatnot. Axes and. Chainsaws. And splitters and all that stuff. Yeah. I'm running a um I got a new chainsaw last a, a year ago, I guess it was. I got a a, a steel which I kinda had vowed off steels for a while. And uh I had bought a husky barna saw back in like nineteen eighty two. Uh-huh. And I'd been running that saw since 1982 and I have, I mean right now I still have it. I could go out and pull a string on it and that puppy would start up. It's a, it's a, um 61, uh, 61 cc or must be 61 cc. Mm-hmm. Um so it's a fairly good sized saw and runs a 20 inch bar, 16 or 20 inch bar, whatever I feel like I want to, want to put on it. Yeah, Cause I've had, I've had both on it. And um I ran that saw all these years and never had an issue with it. Never, and really praised it, you know, really enjoyed it, praised it. And uh, I have, I was getting a new bar, and the guy at the hardware store gave me a MS441 to take home to play with for that's, the weekend. That's a steel? Yeah, that's a steel saw, because we were talking about I was actually looking at a new... A new uh, Husky Pro saw at the time, and he said, uh, "He said, you know, why don't you take this home and try this out?" He said, "This is this is absolutely the latest and greatest from Steel." So I uh, took it home, and I cussed him to no end when I brought it back. I was like, you know, that's the shittiest thing that a salesperson can do is to give you a saw that's so much better than the one that you're using <laughs> because you, you immediately you don't even want to go back to your saw yeah you know you, you're and and when i think back about it that was exactly the same way i bought that the husk of arna that i have yeah was, it was i was running a uh a, a, a poland i think prior to that and that was back in the days when there was no anti-kickback no anti-vibration no nothing right and and uh and my Husky had some anti-vibration stuff, and then it had the anti-kickback deal- brake on it, chain break on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I mean, same, same story. Guy handed it to me and said, here. And <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, that was so much different. Hang yeah. On, hang on a second. Boomer. Boo. No, lay down. Lay down. And he's being a jackass. He wants to go outside huh. for some some unknown reason. It's twenty two below zero outside, or it's eighteen below zero outside. Anyways, back at it. Um, yeah. So he gave me the saw the same way, you know. And it was like all of a sudden I'm I'm like, man, this saw is like so much faster than my other saw. I cannot believe it. So I ended up buying it. It was like, you know, and and I I hate buying stuff retail. Mm-hmm. Hate it absolutely hate it so this was a demo saw and it was like a 100 it was supposed to be 100 bucks off and uh so i bring it back in and he had to demo he had another demo scheduled for monday so i couldn't buy that saw that day i had to wait for like two days or three days before i could buy it and i'm like oh, you know forget it and i ended up buying a new one so he put together the new one and and uh brought, brought it home but it's like you know 900 dollars saw uh, that saw it. oof <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I tell you, it it well, rips through wood. Well, rips look, through wood.
1: So I don't I don't know the entire history of steel, but I know that's all I've ever owned. Um we had steel chainsaws when I was growing up and that's what, you know, I did the, the, just countless hours of playing with a chainsaw cutting down this tree and that tree and wood because we did the wood heating thing uh like like you do. And mm-hmm. steel chainsaws, that's that's just where it was at. Mm-hmm. And in 2001, I bought one for myself, and it's awesome. Well, now the thing people have to keep in mind about steel is there are actually three lines now. And, and the one that you're talking about is their high-end saw. It's their yeah, professional. It's their, it's, their, it's their pro line. Yep. Right. And, and, and
0: Husky is the same way, too, by yeah, the way.
1: But then there's, there's a middle line, which is like the farm and ranch, and then there's the low line, which is the... Um, homeowners and uh, the, you know, I went to that Moore, Oklahoma. Okay, good God. That dog is making me crazy. So I went to Moore, Oklahoma after that thing, and they handed me a chainsaw after the tornado, and I'm using it, and it's it's like the, one of the lower models of the steel, and it was mm-hmm. horrible it was horrendous like it's interesting you could not use it we used to have a um
0: a steel rescue saw yeah and and um no i take that back it was not that it was a it was a steel saw that we used to cut holes in the ice when we were ice diving and one of our training videos my one of our our trainings my wife took a video of of the whole activity because it was kind of you know we were going under the ice and the kids were little and daddy's gonna go swimming kind of crap you know it's and there's 20 minutes of a guy pulling a string on a steel chainsaw (laughs) trying to get it started that's funny and finally i told my wife i said um run home she handed my kid the the camera and uh she ran. I said go get my chainsaw. And that was that 61 that I've got and uh I said and bring some dish soap cuz n- normally what you do is with uh with those kinds of saws you don't always you don't always run oil in the bar, okay? If you're going to cut in the water, uh-huh. You usually put like dish soap in the or vegetable oil in the in the uh in the bar case bar oil okay, so that so that it's you know it's non toxic and you're not polluting everything. I don't know if you've ever seen yeah I mean you know how much oil spits out of your oh yeah, you know there's yeah. there's you know you really want that otherwise you're wearing out bars and stuff, <clears throat> and especially with these high speed saws, it's really really important and so they uh so they she came back and and I went out there with my i mean l- literally cold saw, pulled it twice and it started up yeah and uh then we bought husky after that, but yeah. it was it was pretty funny the it, high
1: the high end steels are what their reputation comes from. I don't know why they ever put out those lower end things they're horrible yeah like I wouldn't wish one of those homeowner models on my worst enemy you, one of the you know
0: one of the little saws I'm kind of after right now is uh, um they make a uh an arborist saw. That steel makes an arborist saw. That uh, that uh, my future son-in-law has one, huh. and it's I can't remember the number on it, but it's a one-handed saw. It's it's made to be used in bucket trucks, and it's made it's a dinky little saw, but it would be perfect for like winter camping, like uh-huh. in a like when you're do like our snowmobile. Oh, trip. I see. Like, it's, the,
1: it's it's one of their in-tree saws. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And
0: and it you know, it has a little strap that hangs from a yep. you know, you can hang it from yourself and yep. I mean it's just a cool little dinky one handed saw. And right now I have a uh um I have a little baby Husqvarna uh-huh. that I like pretty well. I mean it's but it's not it's it's more like a prosumer saw it's not really a pro saw it's it's like a small little limbing saw uh-huh. and i had gotten it for my dad for father's day years ago and uh after he passed you know my mom said you know might as well take that little saw back and, and i use it around the house and i use it for limbing stuff and and cutting firewood for the fire pit that kind of stuff where i don't have to haul that big beast out and and cut but and that's the saw that i'd probably take and Although I do have an old home light saw too that's a, a pretty nice model I can't remember the model of that one but it's kind of like the little one that everybody wants to You know there's a there's a thing about retro saws now um I, uh, oh boy that are that are people are going back through and getting back to like those old original McCulloughs and
1: and mall saws those that, those things were disasters too let me tell yeah. you well, those is, you know, are the, the people that are trying to go back to that are not people who've ever actually used a chainsaw no, or will no, use well, it. No, well,
0: there's there's certain ones though that are that are still real popular that people look for. You know, it's like, uh, and qu- it's like quilting. There's a there's a little sewing machine that Singer made that I, I cannot remember the name of it, but my wife has one. But it's like in in the quilting circles, it's like the desired little sewing machine because it works yeah Be- because it works and it's lightweight and it's small and and it, they stopped making them like in the i think like in the 60s uh-huh. but they made them like from the from the uh like the 40s on or something like that 40s to the 60s or something and it's a real desirable little little sewing machine i mean it's stinky it's only you know it yeah, looks like a tiny. little child's thing and uh my wife had a nurse that sold her sold her her mother's uh sewing machine she came home and she said look what i bought and i was like what what are you what what do you well it's real desirable and i was like yes yeah, so what by desirable by who but not not by me of course and then she said well what about all these knives and i said well they're desirable she's not by me <laughs> yeah <laughs> she said i need a couple kitchen knives that's all i need
1: <laughs> yeah so it, so i was like touche i guess <laughs> this opens up like All kinds of things. But, yeah, I suppose there probably were models of McCullough, but every single one I've ever used has been a piece of garbage. Yeah, Um, yeah. Maybe Best Made will re-release them and then paint them like, you know, garish colors, and then, like, people can hang them on their wall. (laughs) Yeah, that's Maybe it'll be a hipster thing. Now, if hipsters ever discover Carhartt, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. Like, if they wreck Carhartt, I'm going to just go crazy on them. When, uh, I think it's, it's, uh, the
0: whole hipster thing, the whole. I was talking to my sister this morning, you know, and my, my mom got stuck last Friday night, and some optometrist pulled her out, which I'm grateful that he was there to pull her out. Yeah. But he pulled something off the car, like the drive shaft or pulled an axle loose or something like that and and her so her her car literally won't go anywhere unless it's in four-wheel drive locked because did he pull her out from the rear i I don't i don't know i i I wasn't there so i don't really even know there was some front end damage apparently when when something broke loose so i'm i'm assuming that he pulled her out from the front somehow or another yeah and he probably wrapped the damn uh, he probably what he did was pulled pulled an axle pulled, hooked onto the axle shaft or something or onto yeah the, I, I don't know what he I don't I can't even figure out what the hell he did. Anyways, well, at least it didn't so go onto the bumper. Right, I've so seen I said, that. Before. Well, he, he, he bunged up the bumper though in the process. <laughs> oh geez. So I and so I said, you know, I, I I'm kind of grateful that she that she was uh he was able to help her, but for God's sakes, how can he not know? where the hooks i mean it's a four-wheel drive unit that's got tow hooks on it for god's sakes
1: yeah you could you can easily hook onto those and not damage your car <laughs>
0: exactly that's come on that's exactly what i was that's that's exactly what i was talking about and i said you know i said i don't understand it i said i you know my my dad would not have i mean i would have been he'd have been so pissed off at me if I would have yanked somebody's car apart like that, pulling people out. I mean, I, I remember in high school I used to make money driving around with a with a chain. Actually, a chain and a tire that I used to I, you know, was prior to the to big tow strap bridge. And yeah. we yeah. we're talking, you know, 35 years ago. Um and and I would take like a a chain and I would chain my chain a tire to my hitch. And then I would put a chain on, that, on the tire and pull people out. Uh-huh. So I would get the, the stretch and the snap, and, the, and I wouldn't pull anything off. And I mean, I used to make all kinds of money doing that when I was in school. Just <laughs> all kinds of money. And I was thinking, you know what? Why doesn't anybody know how to do this shit anymore? <laughs> and then it re- and then it reminded me about the website, you know, the Art of Manliness, and then I was thinking, you know, dude, if you're going to at 35 years old, if you're trying to figure out from a website, The Art of
1: Manliness, you're <laughs> yeah, in trouble. And it's all like boutique crap, you know. It, it's like a know, at least at thing. least
0: at, I will say this, at least the best gear stuff or the best USA or whatever best the hell made or whatever. Best made. The, the stuff is good stuff. Yeah. The stuff that they have on there, it it may not be worth the numbers that they're asking for it. But it is actually, there's nothing on there that's junk.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: I mean, that I I noticed.
1: Yeah, I mean, I haven't spent a lot of time looking at it, but I know their axes are actually made by, like, council, aren't they? Yeah. So they're they're decent pieces of equipment. Yep.
0: And that's what I said. It's it's expensive. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that axe is probably... any of those velvet cuts are like 150 bucks, 170 bucks, something like that, you know, and they're putting a $150 price tag on it or $150 paint job on it. Yeah. <laughs> which like, I'm totally not
1: understanding. It well, you know, because um, it's important to have your axe accessorized so that when you go into the woods you like, you know, have the right fashion. Now, now, you know, there's people that paint axes well, yeah, yeah. Paint, your, you know, paint your axe handle orange so you don't lose it. Paint the tip of okay. it orange. You know, but so often when when you see a painted axe handle, the reason it's painted is so you can't recognize the grain of the wood and all the knots in it. Yeah, you know, so that yeah. You
0: but well, and and that being said, I know that console tool console tool has pretty good axe handles. Uh-huh. I mean, they're they're like the ones that that you want to buy. Uh-huh. They're like the only ones that are. They're probably even any good anymore. It's like the big discussion at the hardware store. How do you get a good axe
1: handle? You can't. Well, you know, when I got when I had a whole bunch of axes to rehandle last winter, I'd have to go to five different stores and look at every axe handle in the store before I'd find a good one.
0: That's I'm not sure. that's
1: true. I'm not sure why why that is. No, it's it's just well, number one, people don't know the difference. So they can put any old crap out there and and people will buy it, you know, and number two, like they the people manufacturing it don't understand the difference either. It's the yeah. blind leading the blind basically yeah i'd yeah. like to I'd like to be able to to make a
0: uh a, a hickory handle from scratch, but I don't think i'm you know there's there's woodworkers and there's metal workers, and I've never been a real good woodworker.
1: Yeah, it's I I'm afraid of the table saw. <laughs> I had a I had a buddy of mine just cut off one of his trigger fingers. Mm, yeah, see. I'm afraid of the table saw. So
0: Good thing he's got two.
1: Yeah, he's gonna have to shoot the other way, I guess, huh? Yeah. Well it was this it was the opposite hand, but So um did Corey Murphy send an email? Actually no. I thought I forwarded that to you. Uh uh-uh. uh. He said he sent one. I just wondered what was in it, because I, yeah. I know I I need to make you know some what? corrections or something. No, I actually, I don't
0: think so. I, I, it was real long-winded, and he said, don't read it because it's all long-winded, but I thought
1: I forwarded it to you. Huh? Well, maybe we can get to that in the next uh, podcast. Well, no, hang so on I don't a second. Have... I'll forward it right now. Well, I know, if but so... I'm not going to read it. Like, I won't have time to read it all now. Hmm. Why? Well, we been, aren't
0: yeah. you didn't you go to Evelyn Woodhead's speed reading course? I don't even know what that is. You <laughs> never heard of Evelyn Wood speed reading course? Uh-uh. Shut up. No, I really? have not, no. That must be something that's old. <clears throat> Evelyn Wood was a was a company that taught speed reading back in the day when it was important to read. Yeah. As opposed to today, where everybody listens and watches videos because uh-huh. they can't read anymore that and uh this was a company that they specialized in techniques teaching techniques to speed read okay and you literally they were showing people on you know in a commercial that were just turning pages one right after another after another after you know and then doing the whole scanning with the hand you know huh and uh that was then. Saturday Night Live did a skit called with um, I think Eddie Murphy did it actually, and it was he he went to the Evelyn Woodhead sped reading course, and he <laughs> did a big long tirade about, and it was all every mispronounced words. It was pretty funny. That's funny.
1: <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so uh, I got confirmation uh, from Mike. The grinder is in. It is in, huh, yep, so you're coming up well it's he he expects it to be in today, but it's shipped okay. on Friday, Fedex, so probably today, so i am I am coming up this weekend, cool on the cool. agenda, and Mike has already said yes is a uh, remote podcast, okay, uh I want to do a video of that Ken onion uh, workshop mm hmm and then I went uh and looked for a video topic I had a interest um and I looked for the topic on YouTube and there is no video of it. Uh, I want to film, uh, some of those guys and I want them to show for the camera how to create those super sharp grind lines on a grinder. How are they doing that? There is no video on YouTube of that. So I want to film, I want, I want them to kind of demonstrate that, how they get that done. You, you're talking about At Bark River where they don't do grind lines. I bet you anything some of those guys know how to do it. I know they don't because they do full convex, but I'd bet anything that those guys know how to do it.
0: I think Jimmy knows how to make one. I think Mike does too, actually.
1: Yeah, and so that's what I want to do is I want to figure out um, who wants to be on my YouTube channel and show that because I think that would get a lot of uh, interest, a video Mm -hmm. like that, because there isn't one. No, it's like when I uh, came up with all my stupid lawnmower blade stuff, there weren't videos on how to do that. Now everybody and their dog has one, but uh that's why mine's got like all those crazy hits. What's that you got?
0: This is a milltech
1: um,
0: knife that was this fella used to be a um, uh, distributor for mission knives years ago. And they parted company, and he decided that he was going to start his own knife company. So he, uh, he started and still making them. Makes several different models. Mill Tack Knife Company. Okay. Um, handle looks comfortable. It's actually an extremely comfortable handle. It's, uh, it's. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's profiled right. Yep. It's a little bit more radical than, uh, as far as the, yeah, the highs and the lows of it, yeah, but it, it does it does it does seem to work, and uh-huh. it, you know it's a little bit you know I like a little a little more meat, but it surely would not stop me from using this knife, as you can see.
1: Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> beat it up pretty. Um, good.
0: It's a it's a, uh, a very slight hollow ground um, with a uh, uh, a secondary bevel. Okay. Um, nicely done. I think this is. I want to say this is s thirty b, but I could be mistaken, but very nice knife comes with a nice molly sheath. Um, I don't know who makes the sheath if it if it's made in America it might it probably is because it's it looks like it's pretty well made got a nice stiffener in the uh in the back. you know who to, you, you know, know what model of knife that is, so people uh, can look it up. Uh, hang on a second. No, because i once again i don't remember names huh
1: you know how that goes on uh so i got out and while you're looking it up i got out and played in the woods a bit this week yeah, i saw that yeah i saw that fun. and i
0: actually watched your video on uh, on the uh, the two bark river knives it was actually pretty interesting i got i got kind of a charge out of it
1: oh yeah yeah well i again like I have to reverse something I said earlier, and I said that I, after using both, I preferred the um, Blackjack uh, Bushcraft Companion versus the Bark River Bushcrafter, and I have to reverse that because at the time I was using them separately, like I'd go out with one and play with it, and then I'd go out with the other and play with it. So what I was basing that on was the features of the Bushcraft Companion that I like instead of the actual performance. Because um, they're very similar in performance until you sit down and do the same task on the same piece of wood with the knife, same you know, with the knives back to back, then you really notice a difference. And I and for performance, there's a pretty big, dif- pretty big jump if you go to the Bark River model.
0: That model, that model is called the CE two. CE two is the one. Yep, M I L T A C knives. Um Craig Sword is the fellow's name. Okay. Nice guy. Nice guy. Good. You know, small, I mean he doesn't uh doesn't make a lot of a lot of knives and probably doesn't sell a ton of them, but you know, they're they're actually pretty bulletproof. That's cool. You know, I mean in the grand scheme of things they're they're uh uh they're pretty well made. Um I'm sorry, they're 440C. Okay. 440C. Mhm. Nicely, they're nicely done, nicely finished. Um, Then I got one that's, uh, you kind of get a kick out of this.
1: Okay, um, back it up a little bit. I'll describe it. So I'm seeing, you know, between a 7 and a 9 inch blade, um, just a, typical like big chopper style blade there's a little bit of um there's at the near the ricasso slash choil area the knife is a little bit less tall than it is out towards the tip so it's it's got a little bit of a, a bulge as it goes towards the tip it's like a nine inch blade it's got a thumb ramp it's got a choil and then it's got micarta slab handles um, and a bare um, spine on the back there can you hold it uh, flat so I can see the okay it's flat slab um, my car to handles um, and they are they are screwed not not glued but the um, the there is he does have a bump on the back of of the handle uh, yep. which which actually is a and he has it actually pos- positioned right so I think um. You know, if if you could probably reshape that handle and have something decently, decently for your hand, it looks like the grind is a uh, convex. Yes. Okay. Okay. So this started out life as a
0: bussy like a practice blank, bussy practice blank. This is what Jerry Bussy used to give his. Guys, to learn how to grind blades. Okay. Okay. So no mark on it. Yeah. I'm sure it's probably like fifty-one sixty or fifty-two one hundred or something. You know, some not some nondescript type. So a maker sends me this. Uh huh. I'm I'm talking. This was probably two thousand two. Okay. Two thousand one, maybe. And it didn't look anything like this. It had an extremely shallow hollow grind. Okay. Short. I mean, short. I'm sorry. I, I guess that's not the, not the right terminology. It would have been an extremely sh- uh, a short hollow grind that was deep. Okay? Uh-huh. So it was like a complete oh a, I see a, yeah. A fairly I, thick a fairly thick blade. And, and then the and rest then, was flat ground. Right,
1: and they used a they used a very small grinding wheel to establish yes, and the, made it, and the, made yeah, it made a little wedge. Hollow grind.
0: Yeah. Yep, a little wedge hollow grind. So about Christmas time, one of the things that I always do is I take either one of my little hatchets or or a knife or something and I dismember my Christmas tree. Yeah. And, and and back then I was burning it in the wood stove. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> so I took this knife, and it was just before, like, the first, maybe it was the first grind-in, or... I was going up to Bark River for something. Okay. And I went to cut the Christmas tree apart, and I took a hack... And it wouldn't even stick in one of the limbs. Now, you know, Christmas trees are soft. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's extremely fine. soft wood. Yeah. And because the, the geometry was so bad, <laughs> it wouldn't even cut through a complete limb on a Christmas tree. And, and you know, I'm, it's not like I had like a, like a White House Christmas tree. We're talking like an eight-foot Christmas tree. Yeah. You know, and, and it would not even cut through a limb that was three-quarters of an inch in diameter. Jeez. Okay. So I, I did it like three times. I was like, what the hell? I thought it, you know, I was like, maybe I'm still, maybe I'm too weak from you're having whatever I was or doing or, you know, <laughs> and this is, you know, um, and normally I'm thinking pine tree, I could probably knock off the limbs with a baseball bat. Yeah. You know, and I can't even cut them with this thing. So I set it aside and, uh, called him up and I, I said, Hey, uh, don't try don't sell any of those knives <laughs> I said you really need to re-examine your your blade profile on that on this because uh th- this won't cut through shit yeah. literally you you couldn't have if you'd have swung that at somebody and it would have probably just penetrated about a half an inch in their arm <clears throat> it would have probably never gone any further than that i I, I was like no you can't you really can't and so, uh, I took it up to bark river and and reground the whole thing, yeah we profiled everything and and came up with this and Now, let me tell you, right now, this is one chopping mofo,
1: yeah <laughs> yeah, i mean that's it's all about the you know the edge geometry as far as all that goes, um, yeah and it looks like it's balanced and and weighted so it's tip heavy. Yep, you know, so I would think that that would be a fairly efficient chopper if oh. that's what you want to use it for.
0: Oh yeah, this, and I may take this up. This may be one of the things I take up there and give it a mirror polish. Uh huh. Give it that dime store polish. Yeah. So that it's bright and shiny. You should have
1: them uh, do the handle a little
0: better. Yeah, I think, and, and I may do that too, and I may yeah. do that too. But my my thought was. Um, because it's what it is it rusts really easy i mean it stains it's i mean i've got it covered with oil right now but it's still it's still got some some pits in it but i think one of the things that happens when you when you do a like a mirror polish um it does not it's that makes it kind of rust resistant because it closes the pores
1: yeah it'll it'll stain but it will not you won't get the big crazy pits in there from right, at least right, from what right. I've experienced. Yep.
0: Well, and that's what um, if you go if you go looking for World War II antique knives, and you look at a, uh, uh, I think it's a 225Q. I think is the is the number, and it's a it's called a quartermaster knife. Uh huh. And it was one of the only knives that was actually issued that was mirror polished. Mm-hmm. That very few of them were mirror polished, and that one was. And boy, and you know, you find them today, and they still are mirror polished. And they don't have. They, you might find them that have some a little rust or two pits on it, or blooms or whatever you want to call them. But nothing like some of the other knives from that era. Yeah, <clears throat> they just stayed real. They just stayed really, really uh, fresh, bright. Q two twenty five, I think. Cataragas. Hmm. You ever hear of that knife? Nope. Quar- quartermaster knife. Pretty I've heard cool. of the quartermaster, right? You know. Yeah, it's a. It's called a. It's um. If you get a chance, look it up. Two twenty-five oh, okay. Q, and um, uh, uh, it was kind of a heavy, thicker blade, and and it was mirror polished. Uh-huh. And they were cool leather stack handles. they were very, pretty collectible. I think. mm Hmm. There's a lot of people that collect World War II stuff.
1: Yeah. hmm Oh I see. Yeah, it's um yeah, it's basically a uh uh a K bar. It's mm-hmm. it's a Bowie. Um it looks the ones that I'm seeing have a stacked leather handle. hmm. And there, there's a pommel on it. Yep. Eh. Nice I yeah, think Bark River cool. made a version of that, did they not?
0: I think something similar, something similar. I don't know. It wasn't mirror polish. I don't think. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, but the the original ones were were shined up pretty good. Yep. Yeah, and they they all look pretty good today. Mm-hmm. Looking at it. It's yeah. It's surprising how how well they weather when they, when you do that to them because they're just they're nothing special. Those are I mean the metal wise they're nothing special. Uh huh. <coughs> yep. A well, lot of them for sale on eBay.
2: Yeah. Yep.
0: So you're well, so you're um uh what were you impressed with with the the bushcraft or just everything that you were doing? Well, why okay, why, so why, why did you like it so much more?
1: Well, uh, okay, now everybody who has done any kind of woods time with me um knows that if I can light a fire easy, that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to spend like an hour freaking doing toothpick sized bullshit, you know, like I'll use napalm, like literally, no, no, for real. I will use napalm to light a fire if it's easy. Right. I just, you know, but um, if you want to go out and play with a knife and practice your knife skills and, uh, you, you know, get used to using a particular knife, or compare two knives. A fantastic way to do so is to take a little small log, you know, uh, maybe, uh, four and a half, five inches in diameter, maybe, uh, a, f- a foot long or so, maybe foot and a half, and take that log and just start splitting it. Batoning, splitting, getting it down into smaller and smaller pieces, uh, you want some that are gonna be like, toothpick to pencil sized and then some that are like thumb sized and some that are a little bigger and then some that are like wrist sized and then uh take and make try to make some feather sticks you know again i don't this is not something i do in all practicality but you know it's a good way to just kind of play with a knife and and really kind of feel differences between two knives and then you can get like if you do it that way, when you go to light a fire, it, it is impressive how quickly that stuff goes up. If you spend the time processing it, like in the video, um, I know, like, there's probably like these like bushcraft, like, you know, boots with the fur, apple bottom, jean, buckskin wearing dudes. <laughs> buckskin jeans. That are like looking at that and saying, "Oh, you're doing you, it wrong." You, you do really don't like for... those guys that much. No, I really, I really cannot stand them. <laughs> and I, I'm gonna get later when we rant. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go off. It's like I'm sick of them. Like, you know what's the hardest? Some thing thing of them about was Bush... commenting on like the clothing I was wearing. It's like
0: shut you know what, up. You know what the, you know what the hardest thing about bushcrafting is for these people? What's that? Getting far enough away from the apartment complex.
1: Yeah, so that it doesn't show up in the show video. Show up in the video. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh or from the mom's basement, like yeah. in the backyard, it's like. And now, from New York, it's the Jerry Langford Show, with Jerry's guests, Richard Pryor, Ben Gazzara, Elizabeth Ashley, Carol Burnett,
2: and the comedy find of the year making his television debut, Rupert Pupkin, the new Rupert, king of comedy. Rupert, I'm oh, crazy. Hey, What's oh, the matter no, with no. you? Yeah, ah, Mom. People are sleeping. Lower it. Oh. What's the matter with you? Mom! Take it easy. Lower it. I'm I not going to lower it. I have to do this now. I don't mind you playing it, but lower it. Now, you come on, Jerry, and you do your monologue, and then when the time comes, this is how I see you introducing me. You could say something like this. Will you please give your warmest welcome to the newest king of comedy, Rupert Pumpkin. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Rupert Pupkin. I was born in Clifton, New Jersey, which was not at that
1: time a of federal defense. Their mom comes out. It's like Billy, come in for dinner. It's like Mom, I'm, I'm doing to a, make video. a video. <laughs> mom, <laughs> yeah.
0: I saw something. I saw something on. I saw something on uh, on on Facebook the other night, and it was, it was like a chart of how wood burns. Yeah. You know Soft, you know, different hardwoods and softwoods and. And uh, what smokes, what doesn't smoke, and and I thought, really, you need really need to develop a chart for this. I mean,
1: wh- who are you teaching? Well, and then and then the other thing is, is with the chart, um, all of that changes depending on the humidity, like yeah. things that don't, or, or depending on how well, long yeah. the wood is dried. These people smoke crack. They, you can't tell me that, like, I, I can take pine from the same tree and. Take it and and put it in different humidity conditions, and it's going to burn different. Or yeah. take take a limb off today, let it sit until next year, and burn that versus another limb somewhere else on the tree, and it's it it burns different. Like these people you know, smoke crack. This is they're not they're, true knowledge. This is nonsense. It's it's kind of funny
0: because they, uh, um, certain woods. There is no question. Certain woods burn different than other woods. Yeah, some yeah. woods burn stinky. Some woods burn. You know. Right. Um, And you don't really notice that stuff until you're cooking over a fire. Then you notice it because you you taste it. Then you notice it. Yeah. Um, When, uh, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, but they're talking about what splits easier, what splits harder. You know, and they're saying like one of the, I mean, one of the common woods that we burn up here is is ash. Yeah. And now that the emerald ash borer has killed most everything, all of them, they're, you know, that's really the wood that everybody's burning because they're trying to salvage what all the big ash stands that, that they had. Yeah. And you talk about a, a, a wood that splits so easy that it's it's not even worth the time to start a log splitter. That's how easy it splits. I mean, it's yeah. one swing with a maul and it's split. You, and you, you cannot you, pick you, the log up and put it on a splitter faster than you can split it with a maul. Yeah,
1: you tap it with an axe and it you know? flies
0: apart. Yeah. You know? and, and sycamore and some of the northern woods that, you know, and I, I don't know what, you know, I... I I had this rant one time. There was a guy that uh, on one of the one of the forums, and he took pictures of his wood pile and his little <laughs> wood stove, and, and and he and he's in Arizona. <laughs> and I, I was like, "Dude, you're in Arizona. You don't even know what burning wood is all about." <laughs> I said, "I said I burn more wood in one night than you you burn in a week."
1: Yeah, and or it's, two. It's or It's like three. in his chimneya on the deck when he's yeah. like sifting like mojitos and eating like burritos and shit.
0: Like, I was, I was <laughs> laughing. I was like, uh, I was like, you Dude know, that bag. makes for an impressive picture. Yeah. But, but here's the stark reality of what, of what <laughs> burning firewood actually looks like.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then you go out and there's like a log truck in your yard dumping yeah. off logs yeah. that they couldn't sell to like some place. But, <laughs> so anyway, like, I, you know, I, if you want to go out and play and compare two knives, I that's one of the best ways. And then you get to have like this big impressive fire afterwards. I timed that thing; it was under a minute, and the thing was like higher than my head, <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah. But it's but it's you know, and it, and then it lets you really tell the difference. And the the difference is like that Bark River; it just cuts and, and d- does shavings and does all of these different tasks so well that you know like the slicing and, and carving tasks it, it just does it and it I think it's the edge geometry. Yeah. Um you know I've been I've been uh It's also thinner, you know, the Bark River is thinner.
0: Yeah. You know, yep, and yep. I think that that plays a role there. One of the one of the knives that I've been I've been carrying a lot lately has been the ultralight bushcrafter. Now do you, yeah. do you have one of these? No I don't and I I really really like this knife.
1: Uh huh. Um, yeah, it looks a little thinner. Like like it might it's even s- it's
0: smaller. It's yeah. quite a bit smaller. I and mean, it's thinner I mean re- too,
1: because the the bark the regular Bark River is point one four something. Yeah. Thick. Yeah.
0: It's it's thinner than that.
1: Yeah. That's got to be Actually. like an eighth
0: inch or so. Yeah. Huh. But it's it's it is so nice. Yeah. It is so handy, and it is just the right size. I got to tell awesome. you, I am I am extremely impressed with this. This you could. This is the this is like the size of, of a knife that the the Mora guys would go ape shit over. Yeah, but 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 except the price.
1: I mean, well, that, it, I mean that's... and it's and it, it probably. You know, I'm, we, I got to save this for later because I'm just going <laughs> to go off. I'm going to go thermonuclear on these little bastards because they were trolling my channel a little bit. And I'm just sick of dealing with it. Don't you like Morris? I they're okay. You know, there's nothing wrong with them. I, I don't dislike them. Um, the same way, like you know, you can go to uh, Walmart and buy like a, a screwdriver for a dollar fifty, and, you know that's from China, and you know, or you could go and actually you know research and find like a really nice screwdriver. I prefer the nice one. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm gonna buy it once. The $2 mm-hmm. screwdriver, I'm, it's probably got softer metal on the head than the frickin' screw has on it, you know. And uh, my experience with buying cheap shit is that it's cheap shit. And that goes for the Mora's. Yeah, I said it. I said it. I think <laughs> Mora's are cheap pieces of shit. And I've rolled more edges on those things, and I've seen them break, I've seen them bend, I've seen them do all of it. I don't want to hear any of your monkey business So uh, you're talking about
0: you're talking about the plastic candle ones?
1: Yes. Hang on a second. I, I have. I gotta, I gotta have well, th- th- I'm not even. Oh, I'm just getting started. i like, to get. Hang on a second. Let me go get mine.
0: Are you talking about one of these? Well,
1: I, I have, I have, yeah, that's, Frost? I mean, they're not bad. I, I I am, I am overstating the case here just to, just because I'm frustrated with the whole thing, you know, like I, I'm sick of hearing about how, oh, $10 Mora. Yeah, well, you're going to break it. And you also look like you're trying to put on a fashion show with your $10 Mora because before two years ago, before you read it on the internet, you didn't even know what it was. It was a cheap piece of crap knife that they wouldn't even import into this country because it was so cheap nobody would buy it. And then you (laughs) saw like a TV show and then that led you to go to some forum where all these little nerds were sitting around geeking out on their $2 Mora. Because back then it was hard to get. Because they wouldn't even import them because they were so terrible. Okay? (laughs) It's like... Oh yeah, that's... (laughs)
0: How to influence friends and make enemies. Yeah, well... (laughs) Listen, these... I'm
1: just—I've just had it with that whole community.
2: Just, I'm sick of it. But anyway, it's
1: a—it's a good way to test test and compare a couple knives and you're going to find out real quickly whether the edge geometry is good or whether you have a nice knife or a piece of crap knife.
0: <clears throat> I'm going to hold these two knives next to each other.
1: Yeah.
0: Notice the difference in the blade length. Um, the more
1: is a little longer.
0: Yep. The cutting edge
1: is the actual cutting surface on on the on the Bark River uh, ultralight it has uh, a continuous curve throughout the length of the blade right which is and, and which is why it cuts so damn well right and you know what's what's interesting about this
0: um, if you measured the actual cutting surface uh-huh. the cutting edge of this knife and compared to this knife you would find that it's cons- it's quite a bit uh, it's actually quite a bit closer in length mm-hmm when you compare it that way. And and a lot of people don't compare knives that way. But if you look at the the, the continuous curve makes for a longer cutting surface. Yeah. Cutting edge. Yep. As opposed to this long yeah, straight because it's
1: a it's a straight line. <clears throat> Shortest distance between two points is a straight line. Yep.
0: yep. This knife, the the Bark River, even if it was made out of exactly the same steel. Would still
1: outperform ten this one. to one because the edge is better. Number one, yep. Um, yep. Number two, the ed- the edge geometry is better. It's yep. not, y- you know, it's not run off of a machine um, thirty thousand an hour <laughs> in some you know factory in a freaking communist country. Take and, your damn you communist knives and stick it in your head.
0: And you know what? And they're actually what's kind of funny is they they don't notch any better. They don't make cuts any better no they're 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 I mean, they don't they, they don't like you know they always say oh they 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 notch and they do so much of this and so much of that better they really don't they, they really do not if you take if you take this knife and you and you you make a nice square notch in something mm-hmm. i'll guarantee you you can duplicate it with that other knife
1: yeah well i think i think what 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 people are on the Scandi grinds, um, my experimentation shows that if you are comparing a knife with a um, secondary bevel on it that was probably from a maker who like didn't really understand edge geometry all that well, if you compare that knife to a, an out of the box Mora knife, a lot of the tasks r- related to like carving wood, it's going to perform better. You know, and then there's this, there's this whole other component to why people geek out on their moras. Number one, it's a fashion accessory. Man, this is gonna look really good hanging from my belt next to my, you know, like buckskin jeans and all this stuff. I'm gonna look like I'm a Sammy warrior and all this, you know, and it's like, there's that component, but then there's the component like, well, geez, I can carry anything and I'm such a badass in the woods that, you know, like, my $2 Mora is going to be, like, great. And it's like, okay, well, yeah, you can carry it from your car 25 feet into the woods where you're going to film your video of you, like, cutting some dinky little trap that's not going to work anyway. And then if you actually do catch something, you're going to cry because you have to club it in the head to, like, kill it the rest of the way. No, I I know what you are. I know how you are. I've seen you. I know what you are, you little hipster. I know that you like to pretend like you can do this stuff, but when it comes to the reality of it, somebody who's actually done it like me, I know what you're gonna do. Okay? I know you're gonna gently tap him in the head with that club because you're, you know, you feel bad about doing it. Instead of taking, like Babe Ruth, and swinging for the fences and crushing the thing and actually putting it out of its misery. You know, I know, I know how you are. I'm in your head.
0: Open your mouth and say, ah!
1: okay <laughs> and i'm sick of you posers <laughs> and i'm sick of you and your and saying like oh i can i can walk into the woods with anything because i'm like such a badass <laughs> i'm just getting started by the way this is gonna be one of those kind of days, huh? Yeah, I just had to get I'm, another cup of coffee because of it. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, 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 well, and then and then like you know, I don't want to carry cheap crap. You know, I enjoy knives. I like having good knives. I, I, they're just fun. Like, what's what's wrong with carrying something that you because you enjoy it, not because it's like some fashion statement? Because well, I could spend ten dollars on my knife and spend um, thirty dollars in gas to drive. You know, to to the na- nearest state park instead. You know, it's like, <laughs> and drink my beer. Yeah, drink my beer and film my bushcraft video and get out there with my buddies and eat bacon and stuff and say, look at I'm a badass.
0: Mmm. That's funny. Mm. You're, <laughs> you're gonna get. You're gonna generate mail. Well, I generate away.
1: The the, the problem is, is like. <laughs> You know, there's just, it's just too much monkey business. It's just too much. Like,
0: <laughs> I don't even know what to say.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just kind of went off the deep end there. So, apologies, but not really. Really? You're going to apologize for that? Not really. <laughs> like, I'm sick of having to pretend that Amora is as good as a Bark River or is as good as, like, any of the other, like, nice knives out there, just because, like, a bunch of geeks on forums all wolf pack you if you say, well, you know, really, you know, I've had some more as I bought, like, a lot of different models, and I understand that, you know, you can buy one and use it and then throw it away when it breaks and then buy another one and still be ahead of me in the long run, but, like, you know, I just don't get the same satisfaction out of carrying a Mora and buying another one in two weeks and paying some damn communist and, country. And you know what? What's interesting? What's one of the
0: one of the survival guys that I, that that has a lot of credibility is a big Mora freak, um, and he's he's I guess he's had the same knife for like fifteen or twenty years maybe even longer than that i don't remember and uh and you don't see him you don't see any knife companies cozying up to him to have him make a knife design a knife or whatever and he's probably out of all the survival guys that i've seen there's only one or two of them that i would actually if i if i had to go somewhere that i would actually want to take them with me
1: yeah <laughs> are you talking about Yeah. Uh, no, uh, Cody. Oh, Cody London? Yeah. Oh, he'd yeah. be interesting, except I'd yeah. make him wear shoes. Yeah. I'm not, not, not I mean, going to stop and wait for all this bullshit. Okay, that's another thing. Like, <laughs> if we're trying to get from point A to point B, you're wearing fucking shoes. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm I don't not care sure about, about this. all this, like, Native American bullshit. They wore shoes, too. It's called moccasins. Okay? Yeah. Like, come I, on now.
0: I, I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't make that much. I mean if he wants to do whatever he wants to do he yeah, wants but, to do it.
1: But but what's gonna happen is you're gonna go you're, you're gonna be trying to get from point A to point B and he's gonna have to be like tiptoeing through the tulips and stepping on thorns and stuff. I crap. don't think he does that. Yeah, I don't he think does he's, that. He's, it's on film. He? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually on okay. film. Him doing well, I know that.
0: that I know that his stuff seems to be pretty pretty straightforward. He's you know, it's good. not anything. He's not taking credit for anything he doesn't think. I mean, it's not like he's reinventing the wheel. You know, a lot of the stuff has already been done and yeah. and he says that. Yeah, you know, he's and, good. and and that's and that that's one of the things I like
1: about him. Morris would be the other one. <laughs> yeah. Well, Morris I I I'd, I'd rather take Morris because he knows so much about different topics and it'd be but, good conversation.
0: But the other the other side of it is he's he's in the North Country too. Yeah. Moore's
1: is yep, and Co- and Cody's not. No, Cody's in Arizona, but yeah. he actually he went up and spent time with Moore, so that's where he Did learned it? all of. It. Yeah, that's where he learned all of that stuff. Yeah, he's a he's a Moore's kahansky ac- acolyte. He'll tell you that, and Moore's will tell you that. Yeah, but um, well, he knows and he, stuff. And, and there's there's very few, like I said, there's very few guys that
0: that uh I mean. For for one thing, I don't think his, and and I could be totally off base with this because I do not know him. I've never, I have never met this guy. But almost every other survival guy that I've met, it's all about how much they know and they want to keep saying it over and over and over. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And and, and it's like, I don't really give a shit how much you know. That's not, I mean, can't you talk about anything else? I don't want to talk about you. Yeah, let's, (laughs) let's, let's just
1: get this fire done and sit around and like, you know <laughs> it's,
0: you know let's just have a good time yeah I, uh, there's no there's yeah. no reason to i don't want to talk about you i don't want to talk about me i don't want to talk about any of that stuff
1: yeah let's talk about other stuff like like we can sit and bitch about knives for a couple hours yeah <laughs> or whatever <laughs> or and hipsters but you and know what i'm saying I, I i don't i don't uh, um and and
0: most of the most of the survival guys that's and and maybe it's because i'm meeting them in a context that where
1: they're they're, they're having to prove to, something to you. Yeah, they're trying yeah.
0: to prove something and i was like, you know, i've and i've said I've said to guys before, look, you don't have to fucking prove it to me. Like, you know, the only person you got to prove it to is yourself. I'm not one of your students. Right. <laughs> well,
1: and you know? then and then like i love uh i got to save this for later. I'm i don't want to get st- i don't want to get started. Or do I <laughs> well, okay, so here's the other thing. It's like there's this there's this like you know that's that stupid fire I made in that in that uh bark River video, like it was effective, okay, got the job done, there's no problem with it, like you know. But there, there were people who were like trolling that and saying, "Oh, you did this wrong, boy." Really? Yeah. And it's like, come, come on, guys! Like, come on now, like, really? Like, <laughs> like there's like an accepted like way to do it, like the fashionable way, you know? And I just, I just want to take like some napalm. And just throw it on like a big, huge pile of wood, and just light it, and just walk away. Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> one one of the one of the early PWIPs. One of my SF buddies came to, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a lot of those guys that want had the proper way to make a fire and had contests about well, this the this has got to be Dave. A fire. And so he shows up, and and we're we are <laughs> we he made a, he made a nice little fire lay and a little kind of like a stove and, you know, with a, an earthen type thing and then had a fire, like a, for a nice little fire pit. And, uh, somebody walks up and says, how, so what method are you going to use to start that fire? And he's got a sick, he had a little cigarette hanging out of his mouth. And, uh, he says, Oh, I don't know. He says, I probably going to use the, the one that's the most effective, he said, remember, I'm from S. I'm I'm a Green Beret. I know how to start fires. And he walks o- over to the side of his tent, and he gets a cup full of gasoline, and he walks back to the fire, and he throws it down and flicks the cigarette on it. <laughs> 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 Big flames pumping up in the air, you know. <laughs> he said, you know what? He said, we make fires. He said, it doesn't matter how you make them as long as you make them. Yeah. You know, the whole the key is to make the fire, not to be dicking around.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: like, you know, that stupid. That's you know, it's like, it's like the fire is not, the fire is the end result, not making the fire. The, yeah. And a lot of people think that making the fire is the end result. It's like you gotta yeah. make it a certain way. And actually, it's the way, you know, the
1: the one that generates heat is the one that's the is isn't is the important part. Yeah. of it well, and and you know not not to denigrate like fire making skills and stuff. I think you definitely no, it's it, very it's very I important. It's, I think it's it's it, you should definitely learn how you know how to how to do that and um, spend some time doing it. And then you know I I enjoy playing with knives, so every once in a while I make a split wood fire like that just. Just because it's, you know, if I need to compare a couple knives or if I just, if I'm bored, if I haven't done it for a while, you know, then I'll do it. Um, You know, and and the different fire lays and and ways to make your life a little bit easier. Um, But at some point you've got that mastered and you you don't need to, like, you know, do it every single time, you know. You can start the fire, like, the easy way, (laughs) you know. Did... I just disliked your... Oh, okay.
0: I inadvertently put the down... I was trying to see if there's... Um, your video has like 800 views now. Yeah. And they're comparing the two. And uh, I was looking for the comments, but... Oh, there's the comments.
1: Yeah, there's some on there. It, you know, the it, where you get it is... You know, you get the snarky bullshit on forums and in different places, and I don't know. I'm just sick of it. But, uh...
2: (sighs) Oh, never hit your grandma with a shovel. It makes a bad impression on her mind. In a better way, impart all the love things in your heart, For it's
1: possible she may retort in kind. Remember, Granny's known you since a baby, And even though in fun would prove a shock, Prove a shock! So respect her aged head, Stay the shovel and instead paste
2: your dear old sweet old grandma with a rock.
1: My, my, one of my favorite, my, one of my favorite stories about that kind of stuff was, um, you know, when I was a Boy Scout, we'd go out with like jeans in the woods and magically we survived, you know. And, and, you know, you go out for like two weeks to the boundary waters wearing jeans. Oh my God. You know, unbelievable that you did that, you know, wearing jeans in the woods. How dare you? How dare you do that? You know, you're not wearing buckskin. <laughs> you know, and it's, <laughs> So like I have uh, jeans on. I wear jeans all the time. Right. Well, you, if you want to know, like, if if you take somebody out in the woods, just your average person that like maybe did some scouting, went hunting with their dad, did some stuff like that. Uh, you know, if you just ask them, hey, go start a fire. They're gonna go find some leaves. They're gonna find some twigs. Then they're gonna find some bigger stuff and some bigger stuff, and they're gonna light it that way, right, with a lighter you know um they they're not even going to use a knife to process all this stuff. It I mean right. that's that's you do that cuz you want to, right? Right. And they're going to be successful. And so like uh, a couple years ago I think or something I made this fire where I just showed, well this is I mean this is not the like you know uber technical way to do it, but this is a way to like light a fire without a knife. This is what we grew up doing before we, you know, Figured that you had to baton everything and do all of this, and and people just went apeshit. They just they just went off. Like people got so pissed about that, you know. Um, and I just I still to this day don't understand it. But they were arguing, 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 bitching, bitching, bitching. And uh, one of them says, "Well, you're not even like uh, bushcraft basic certified, whatever the hell that means." And I'm like, "What the hell is that?" And it's like, well, you know, you you didn't like do this thing on this forum, and and you know, you didn't like post a video of this skill, and then that, and then you have to go and do this other video of this other skill or pictures, and then like somebody will tell you that you're like basic certified, and then you have to go to the next level. Like you get your man scout badges basically. And I said, well, you know, um, you're right. I haven't I haven't done that. I didn't wasn't even aware of it. Like. Um I was just out like actually doing it. <laughs> you know, I didn't know that I needed somebody to tell me that I could do it or not.
0: Do I, it correctly. I,
1: I figured that, you know, having started fires like in rainforests while it's raining, that like maybe that was enough of a certification that I can start a fire. Um but apparently it's not. You know, so that's that's one of the main reasons I mock these uh man scout types and Jeremiah Johnson. See, what, wannabes. Are, what
0: what are the uh What are those, uh, sites now? What, what, what are they? Which ones are they? I don't
1: even want to plug them, but people can, people, people listening will know what I'm talking about. You know, it's like, (laughs) you know, there's like, there's like, on this one particular site, you know, you have to like do all this stuff and then you can get a little badge to put by your like, on your forum profile that says you're like man scout certified and all this crap. (laughs) And like, you know, you work your way up you know and but but then there's like this click of people again the problem they have is they 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 get a click and then that click becomes moderators and then like all of a sudden like you know all all dissenting opinion is like you know taboo and ends up wrecking the place but whatever i'm not going to give them any plugs but people know what i'm talking about makes it uh Makes it not fun. Yeah, I know. And it's like, well, you know, I thought we were, like, talking about screwing around in the woods and, like, you know, I'm interested to see the way you guys do things because you guys are doing it different than I grew up doing it. You know, and I think the more ways you know how to do it, probably the better in case, in case you're in a spot where you have to do it another way than you're used to. You know, but apparently there's only one way, and that's the man scout way. <laughs> you knew that, right? Well, I I learned that I was appropriately chastised.
0: Was uh, is there a? Uh, that's actually, you know, it's interesting because that's actually a the bush Tucker man. What's that? Southern Hemisphere. The term was bushcraft, okay. uh, according to Wikipedia, which I'm not sure that that's the that's the official. Dictionary, I guess, of the Internet. Um, it says bushcraft is a popular term for wilderness skills in the United States and Canada and the United Kingdom, Australia, New Zealand, and South Africa. The term was popularized in the Southern Hemisphere by Les Hiddens, Less the hidden. Bush Truck, the Bush Tucker Man in Australia, as well as Northern Hemisphere by Moors. And recently gained considerable currency in the United Kingdom due to Ray Mears. And his bushcraft survival television program. Yeah,
1: he has a $120 canvas belt for sale now, you know. Ray Mears does? Yeah, it's, it's patterned after one that, like, Clark Gable wore in a movie. It's huh. $120 frickin' dollars for a canvas awesome. belt. You know, because it's better. You know what, better. if you can get it, he can get it. Yeah. You know, it's the bushcraft fashion. Well,
0: know. it's interesting because they have a picture of knives, saws, and axes related to our popular bushcraft tools, and they have a... They have a uh, picture of a of a Grantsforth. They uh-huh. have a an F1 fall Ivin. Uh-huh. And then they have a, some kind of a push-button folding saw. It looks like it's a freaking something that's terrible. Huh. Um, bushcraft is about thriving in natural environment and the acquisition of skills and knowledge to do so. Bushcraft skills include firecraft, tracking, hunting fishing shelter building and the use of tools such as knives and axes foraging wood hand carving wood container so so one of the things that that um, people get confused all the time is bushcraft skills and survival skills
1: well it, it, and and again
0: and that's, the, and that's the that's the big that's the big uh, it's always been the big debate i think is what What is it you're actually trying to do? Are you trying to just go camping with less stuff, or are you trying to survive? Because if it's about survival, probably the spoon isn't going to help you any. <laughs> the big wooden spoon probably isn't going to help you much. I
1: wish they'd take but those wooden spoons and gouge their eyes out. Well, <laughs> <laughs> why don't you whittle me an ice pick so I can stab Th- it into your neck?
0: Did I did I mention this before that I had made a, uh, we were on a camping trip and I made a, a fork? Uh-uh. I made a big fork. Okay. <laughs> I made a big spoon and a big fork. Yeah. A gigantic one. Yeah, yeah. They look like the kind that you'd hang on the wall. Yeah. Like a big salad fork and spoon. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I thought that was kind of funny. But, because you never see anybody carving forks. No, Yeah. It's not I mean cool. like a real fork. It looked like a real fork. That's like awesome. A, like a eating <laughs> fork. I have to go find that I guess now. So That's you funny. can really get it. Take a picture of it or something but Yeah.
1: Um, there probably actually is a picture of it on knife forms. And you know, and then the thing is is like the skills that they focus on the most the 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 absolute most energy and time efficient way to feed yourself is fishing. They don't yeah. they don't spend any time on that. Like they don't Like, it's not cool or something. Yeah. You know, you got to, like, whittle some trap, and you have to, and and, and here's how I know they have never done it, is because you have to, you can't just whittle one trap. You got to whittle, like, 50, and then you're still damn lucky if you catch anything, whereas I can just take a little fishing line and throw it in, you know, tie it to a branch that's overhanging a stream and come back a couple hours later, and, you know, you hang enough of those, you're going to get a fish. You know what? You know what I have? In in my uh,
0: in my survival kit, huh? All my little survival bags. I think I think almost every one of them. I have one. I have a, a yo-yo. Yeah, yeah. You showed me that. I have the, one of the those. retractable. Yeah, they're like eight bucks. Yeah. And you tie it to a tree and you put the you put your fish line on the other side of it and throw it out in the water. Uh huh. And then it and then it when the fish bites and pulls it reels it in very slowly, pulls it right up on the shore. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's pretty it's pretty awesome. You know what you know what I've got. In my uh, survival kit, I've got dynamite. Dynamite. uh, Well, I've got a little napalm. I've got a knife. I've got a uh, 22 caliber pistol that's nice and concealable, and I've got an iPhone and a stack of twenty dollar bills about that thick. (laughs) (laughs) No, in in all seriousness, for for fishing, um, you know, if you've got more than one guy uh it's like if you've got a group of like five or six guys if you've got a net oh my god can you catch fish you know oh, we yeah. we were we were swimming in the amazon river with a net on a sandbar and you know you'll catch 40 or 50 fish in like five yeah. minutes with one of yeah. those you know you we we fed like a whole village with five minutes worth of work yeah you know so well,
0: i know i know up here it's it's not as easy to catch fish as it is in, in the Amazon, yeah, yeah, but it but it is doable.
1: Yeah, it's way easier All than t- it's way easier than setting a hundred different traps and trying to get right. some little rabbit or something. Right, right,
0: but. right. That's true because it's because it's easy to see the the squirrels, but it's a lot harder to get the stupid things to, to 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 step underneath the rock so it can fall on them.
1: Right, and then and then the next thing is is like you know if they get some snare or something and it catches around the thing's leg. Um, if it doesn't chew its leg off before you get to it, you're going to have to club it in the head. Don't ask yeah. me how I know that. But, did you, uh, you know, did that you these, see these poor hipsters, <laughs> they come up and the thing is like flipping out and like jumping up and down in the air and whipping around like a tether ball on a pole. Did you happen to see... Did
2: you happen to see
0: the there's a there's a long video that some guy did with a squirrel going through a bunch of different uh things to deter it from getting to the the bird seed. yeah, I've seen those before they're awesome and and every time I watch one of those, I think about yeah, okay, that thing just figured out that whole string of shit to get from one end of that thing to the other, and you wanna catch it with a figure four trap yeah, it's mm-hmm. like it's like literally like
1: <laughs> water skiing. <laughs> like,
0: you know, it's literally like have a to water and stuff It's yeah, flying it an does, airplane
1: over. Yeah, it does all this complicated high-level <laughs> stuff to get this little piece of corn. And you're going to catch it with, like, well, and listen, I've caught stuff with traps before. I'm not <laughs> but saying I know, it's but, not but possible. What you, but
0: I guess it's, what I'm saying is I know that you can catch stuff. But you have to catch, like, the one with the low IQ. Yeah. And no and and most of them don't have a low IQ. Yeah, and it's probably so near near to have death so anyway. So there's so many traps set up to catch the one idiot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, Mo, look at
1: this piece of corn right here. Hey, I <laughs> think I'm going to I think I'm going to go trip <laughs> this trigger and let this rock smash my head. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I know you can catch them. I know yeah,
1: it, it's possible. It's just a pain in the ass. You're far more time efficient to just you know fish and people can say what they want i've done it both ways i actually know and i actually have had to feed myself doing it like i don't want to hear any shit from you people like i've actually been there and had to feed myself you know i don't want to hear about it like <laughs> that's funny they they just caught me on a bad day today I'll i'll be better that's- next time i promise it's <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just sick of having to qualify everything with "I'm not an expert." Okay, how many fucking times do I have to say that I'm not an expert at it, but I can do it? Okay, like how many times do you have to say that before people lay off you? <laughs> well, you know, you did this like you know I would have done it this way, and that just you shows know, you're stupid. It's like well, I, did it I work? I will say,
0: I will say this is what I am. I know uh. I'm an expert in. You know what I? You know what it is? What's that? The will to live. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I have, I have the will to live. Right. I'm an expert in the will to live.
1: Yeah. And, and you have enough, you have enough skills. I've been in the woods with you. I know you're a skilled woodsman. Okay. All these little whippersnappers, like, they just need to calm their ass down. You know, I know you're a skilled woodsman. I know you'll be fine. You know, and it's, I don't know. they just got to me (laughs) i'm sick of them
0: well you know one of the one of the things that's kind of um uh there's there's one of the new show that's on right now that we've been oh and our show came back on last week oh what's that
1: the the walking dead oh yeah the when with, with her big katana, she goes on a big katana tirade nice is the bussy back the bussy that I like that gemini or whatever well that
0: guy's not that guy didn't show up
1: yet okay he
0: he they they uh they had a big there was a big blow up at the end of uh see they do those mid season breaks they take a mid season break now okay in a lot of these kind of serials. and uh the mid season break was uh their 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 place of refuge got invaded and it, everything got blown apart, and th- the whole core group got split up into like twenty different directions. Okay, and uh, and so they're ta- now they're talking about some individual stories again. But anyways, they so so this uh, the lady that I like is she's walking, and she she's uh, w- one of the ways that she gets around getting eaten by zombies all the time is she has quote unquote pets. So she knocks the bottom jaw off of. Off of two zombies, yeah. she, and she cuts their arms off, yeah, and then she ties a rope around their necks and she leads them around like dogs. <laughs> and so, what, because she's like close to these people, that's that they're not, they can't do anything. So they they just think that they're she's a zombie too, yeah. And so um, she she's doing this, and she's in like this big horde of zombies, like twenty twenty of them. <laughs> and all of a sudden, something just snaps. And she pulls out her katana and she just starts whacking everybody. <laughs> and there's like a there's like this like five minute tirade of her just swinging the sorter out and cutting mm-hmm. zombies heads off. Well, that's kind of what I just did. <laughs> and and I, said, I said to, I said to Kathy, I said oh yeah, and you want to tell me it's not about the zombies? <laughs> yeah, but it's it is funny because it's all it's it's uh it's actually. And I I don't know why I like it. She says to me, "How many people our age do you think watch that show?" And I said, "I don't know. A, a I lot. Sim- I think I think a lot my
1: age do." And she's like, "Really?" She said, "I think it's more of a kids show." No, it's not at all. That and show is good. And I said, I, I, think show. "I
0: think that's a that's a actually a you know, if you step past the 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 acting, and you step past the... And the acting is actually getting quite a bit better. But if you step back, the fact that, you know, they're not holding the gun properly or they're not doing this properly or... You they're know, you they're might doing not it have,
1: like an average person would, probably.
0: Yeah. Right? And and even then, you, you know, you... like God, I would be like looking for 22 shells like we are today looking for 22 shells that's why they stopped yeah, that's why you can't get 22 shells now because they're worried about the zombie apocalypse because that would be the weapon of choice mm, but anyways they they um, uh if you if you step past that and you start looking at like the 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 backstories or the or the euphemisms for other for for other things mm-hmm. that that's, that show is actually pretty Pretty Did you watch any of it, like on Netflix? I, I had
1: a, I, I watched like three or four episodes on Netflix, and I I I need to get back to it, but I'm I've been so busy lately, yeah. um, and I'm about to get busier because I'm getting my grinder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. I'm about to have yep. zero time. Yep, yeah. Well, that's uh, cool. You'll like that. Yeah, I can't burn, wait. Burn that sh- burn that shit up, man. Yeah, I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna crank out knives like you have not seen, and that, then I got to put together a little website and and uh I got to talk to Mike about some stuff to um pricing yeah, that'd and Yeah, that. Um but uh you'll like that, you'll like that. So yeah. anyways, but the but the other the other show we've
0: been we've been kind of following quite a bit is uh a show called the Ultimate Alaska Challenge, I think where they've got four different groups of people and they're yeah, like, and, and like soldiers and woodsmen yeah, and yeah. uh mm-hmm. endurance people and mountain climbers mm-hmm. and it's actually pretty interesting because they're following them and they're they're actually using their skill set they got to go from point A to point B they're uh and you look at what's important and they, and they talk about what's important to them to get from point A to point B and it's interesting to listen to the military guys because they keep falling back on their grunt through it mentality uh-huh. and they, and they've been extremely successful now because of that. Not, not because that they're the best woodsmen, not because they're the best yeah. mountain climbers, not because uh, obviously they're in great shape because they
1: are. Well, and they're good at um, point A to point B. That's and, what and they And that's do. exactly what they excel yeah. at.
0: You know, is there, is that whole point, And, and the fact that they can go walk when they're taxed.
1: Yeah. And they just you keep know, going when,
0: and they just keep going. They, they don't know the word stop and rest. yeah and, and it's interesting to—I mean, that's just—that's the one of the first shows that I've ever watched that ever sat back and they, and and said, you know, somebody really put some thought into this, laying this all out because the the areas that they're in is extremely rough and extremely harsh environment. Uh-huh. I mean, it's it's really really rough. The the groups of people that they put through this are, in their own rights, all of them are extremely skilled. Mm-hmm. You know, in their in their world, you know, they've got a a, a seal, a Marine Recon, and a, a Green Beret, mm-hmm. and then the the Woodsmen's have you know guys that live in the bush. Yeah, in in Alaska, and the uh, the the other guys are like one of them was the youngest winner of the Iditarod. Wow! And, I mean, they're endurance people. They do yeah. climbs and that kind of stuff, uh-huh. and and so the those skill sets that they have all show through you know yeah. you can you can see it in the things that they do and how they how they carry themselves and how they you know how they use knives how they use fire how they you know they i think they're given like a, a small ration of beans and rice <clears throat> you know and then there's a there's this one group of guys that that is they're extremely interesting because they are one of them is a is a inuit native um, another guy is a uh uh, he's a guide, I think, mm-hmm. and and um, you know, one of the first episodes, he grabbed a, a pair of skis. He found a pair of skis on the on the trip. They stopped at some little cabin, and he found a pair of skis old, old wooden, like probably like from the early sixties. I mean, that's how old they are. And he strapped them on his feet, and he's been using them every episode since. I mean, he lugs them around, and you know, he uses it as a fishing pole, and and they're like the they're like the guys that. That they they always make it. They're not necessarily winning every every trip, but they're finishing the races and they're finishing in pretty good shape because they're uh, they're not taxing themselves. They're pacing themselves, and you know they're um, it's it's just it's interesting to watch those different dynamics and and the different mindsets of the different groups of people. Uh, so that's that's one of the other shows that we're watching right now. That that is, uh, and when I say we're watching it, we do not set. At a certain time in front of the TV set and watch it. Yeah, we we it or DVR it or whatever or whatever you want to DVR it and then watch it when we have a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's one of the ones that we're de- that we're uh, DVRing. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and 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 Kathy and I both enjoy it.
1: Yeah, it's a you good know? show. I mean, it's um, I, uh, I, I have to I am eventually I'm going to try to watch all of them. But uh, the, here's the problem I run into if I try to watch a current show. Is that I'll watch a season, and then it'll be a couple years before another one comes on the DVR or whatever, or the right. on Netflix, and then I'll have to rewatch the first one and then watch the next one. You know, so I, I probably wait till it's all done. Like I, I've, yeah. I've been waiting for years for Boardwalk Empire to finish so that I can watch that.
0: Well, and it's funny because like The Sopranos, you know, you went, we went through the thing where we never watched. The Sopranos when it was on, yeah. We watched it afterwards. You know, yeah. we actually got the DVDs and watched them. Yeah, Deadwood same way. Yeah, you know, I, Deadwood I, was I actually, exactly the same way. What I
1: do is I wait till the series is done. i Actually watched Sopranos when it was on the air because I had TV back then. Um, we're talking like 2001 time frame, maybe I had TV some somewhere around there, but. um uh, but I, what I do is I wait till they're all done and then I just buy the whole box set in DVD. And a lot of times yep. on Amazon you can buy it used, which yep. means that somebody just stuck it in their computer and copied it and uploaded it to the internet. So it's been, been run like one time. Yeah. And so I just, uh, I'll just do that and then I'll watch the whole thing. Um, but Sopranos I loved, Deadwood I loved, um, I'm trying to think if, Oh, the wire. Twenty four. The wire. I I never got into that for some reason. But the uh, the wire. Did you ever the see wire. that? No, I don't it's think so. awesome. You got to check that out. Um, it's uh, it's set in Baltimore. Uh, it's it's one of my favorite things that's ever been on TV. I'd, I'd put that up. It's it's in the league with Sopranos and Deadwood for really? sure. Really? Yeah, by the wire it is. The wire. It's oh, awesome. I You'd love. I've it. never even heard of it. What what's the? Uh, is it a, like a cop show? Yeah. It's a cop show, but they they go after drugs, they go after like the shipping thing and a union, they but it's it's 5 seasons long and it's just amazing. It's my it's my in my top 3. Um I have uh so I should touch on something that we talked about a couple podcasts ago and that's um the Tom Brown Tracker Knife.
0: Oh, um, hold that thought. Hold that thought a minute. Did you get a drawing from Oh, let's start.
1: Yeah, okay. So um I, I wanted to touch on uh, our tracker discussion last time. Well, so uh-huh. af- after we had that, people listened to it, and then I I commented on it on my Facebook page, and there were like 154 replies. Like so, there's there's huge interest in this in this project. And what originally started as you and me grinding out a couple of trackers and testing out the concept and you know making some videos playing with them all of a sudden turned into that's the knife for the grind in yeah. <laughs> you, you know like uh because mike mike sent me the drawing uh yesterday and said that he just sent off to have it cut out of of steel and stuff um and it's it's Where the hell
0: did he get a drawing from
1: well he he did it you know um, but he he sent me he, he basically designed a, a new b- a blank for it based on one of the Beck models right okay because okay. we were we were talking in that thread we were talking to Chance and I I immediately started in my mind changing the things about it that I thought I needed to change and then mm-hmm. then then somebody brought up the point that that was kind of defeating the whole purpose of the experiment was. And so I I said okay well I'm gonna dial it back I'm I'm gonna make the version that is like the kosher version I'm not gonna change anything and then I'm gonna I'm gonna try it out try the concept and so right. we we in that thread we came up with kind of the like what Chance thought was like a fair you, you know this this would be a fair test this is his favorite tracker and um that's the one we're gonna grind well like people went apeshit and so now um, you know like at the last grind in they did that karambit they brought a bunch right. of blanks for that that was the jersey devil one well that, the instead of the karambit or maybe in addition to they're going to have a tracker there oh yeah So th- interesting like, yeah they're going to have like people are going to be able to grind out that tracker And I uh, thought we were going to be unique uh, nope <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> it, it escalated quickly um and uh now it's and and you know like people are just going to go crazy to have a chance to grind that because that's that design if you tried to buy that from beck is a grand
0: you know and if you can
1: grind it out of like you know it's going to be out of a2 you know and it's it's with bark rivers way of heat treating it which is better um and uh you know so it's it's going to be basically a, a beck version that's like awesome and that chance is putting his stamp of approval on as being a fair test, and uh, you know we can do our own. I know own you did say something about
0: what's what's what what's relatively important about that knife is the fact that if you're making a bow, yeah, which which I I, I get that.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, and then traps you know, and I, things, and he but but he's I actually Chance um, put up a has a video where he was actually using it and showing some of the features of it. And for the way he was using it, yeah, I mean it it really is the cat's ass. And and uh he actually can go out in the woods and make a bow in a couple mm-hmm. hours and have a functional bow. And and that not only does it shoot and work, it's like actually good. Like chance can yeah. actually do that. And I have never personally carved a bow. I think I'm probably gonna try to take a course, you know, a weekend yeah. warrior course and try to yep, try to yep, do that. So yep. um but um isn't that isn't that a Dave Canterbury thing? I think it's any an anybody thing really. No, no, I know, but isn't that a
0: I thought that was a uh uh I thought that was one of those um uh Dave I thought that's what, one of the things that Dave Canterbury teaches. Well,
1: I don't is. know, but I I know he is a a fairly accomplished bow hunter. Um mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't know anything about his courses or anything, but um there's a there's a big huge like subculture and at least in the United States of people that make their own bows and then hunt with them. One of my uh, friends on Facebook uh, and in, who I kind of grew up with um, makes his own bows and hunts with them. And he's got land kind of right by me and he does the trapping and and all that sort of stuff too. So like he's like the real deal and he makes his own bows and whatnot. Um, you know I've I've never done it and never gotten into it, but I. You know, I do kind of want to learn that skill and I, I think I'll try to find a course on that. Mm-hmm. Maybe, uh, our listeners know of a, a, a course where you can actually learn that skill and like not the BS version of it, the real one. Right. Um, cause that's, that's the thing. If I'm going to, if I'm going to take time away from work and if I'm going to spend money traveling somewhere to take a course, I'm going to take the real one. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to save a hundred dollars. Um, right. To take it from like Jethro. I want to take it from the guy. Right. You know, and that's, that's why people ask me, well, what survival course would you go to? I'm like, well, pick, pick the environment you want to learn about and go to the best possible course in that area. So if you want to learn about the boreal forest, go to Karamat Wilderness Ways and learn from Morris Kahansky. That's the guy. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to learn about desert, go to the Boulder Outdoor Survival School and learn from those guys. You know, yada yada yada. Pick your environment. There's gonna be a school that's good for it. But if you're gonna if you're gonna spend time away from work, away from family, make sure that you don't try to save a hundred bucks learning from somebody that has a YouTube channel or something. Right. So well, and I always wondered that. It's like it's like okay, if you can learn from the source, why would you go? Why would you go to one of his students? I won't. Yeah, I want to go to the guy, you know, because I don't want to to be a student of a student. You know, I want to be, if I'm going to try to learn, like, some technique, I want to go to the best guy currently teaching it.
0: And my understanding is making a bow is not actually that hard. I I don't have any experience at it. Yeah. I I can't comment. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm just saying that, that from what people have told me because I don't know I've never made one mm-hmm. but my understanding is that that you can actually in the wild make a bow a very effective bow uh, fairly easy if you know what you're doing I mean if yeah. you, once you learn the skills it's, it's really not that hard to do and I guess the a harder part is to actually making an, an arrow
1: yeah, well, we're making
0: five arrows, and
1: that's and that's the thing. That's kind of why I want to go to a course because I do think it, it, it. If nothing else, it's something that'll get me out in the woods playing with knives. Right. It's it's yet another thing to kind of learn and geek out on, and so I think I'm going to try this next year to find a course in that. Um, now, do you do you bow hunt at all? I did when I was younger. I have not bow hunted lately because I don't have the land. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have access to good good land to do that on right now. Um, But my daughter saw that movie, The Hunger Games, (laughs) Mm -hmm. so I'm getting her a bow, and when it warms up, and I'm going to teach her archery. Hang on a second. okay we're back um any you got anything else i was i was Um, fixing to go for a run run yeah 18 below zero dude i gotta freeze your lungs i'm a member of this little health club and i can uh go there and uh run on a a circle oh yeah you know what you can do get a board and you tie a shoe
0: you you, i mean you you (laughs) stick a nail through your shoe right into the board Mm -hmm. and then you just run in a circle okay put put the shoes on and run in a circle outside you can, you can do that right in the house you just run around your run around the, the nail
1: oh i see because <laughs> you got one foot nailed down well I, I i do have to say i hate running on a treadmill but i also <coughs> want to maintain my cardio because i'm i'm going to try to do a couple half marathons this year again yeah um so i want to stay keep my cardio and you put, up you the put earbuds in and listen to music uh yeah well i listen to b- books on tape when oh I, you when don't listen to music while you're
0: working out see i could never i i would never when i'm when i'm working out i always put music in my ears always i i can't listen to a book i can't listen to anything i i have to like get in a zone yeah, and yeah. i have like a, i have like a, a a set of music that i work out to uh-huh and uh and I haven't done that with my chainsaw yet. I probably like, ought to start doing that. Like, for that. you,
1: it's like Bee Gees and whatnot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah ABBA. Yeah. <laughs> Dancing <laughs> Queen and whatnot. Yeah. but um, Queen. But, no, I... I have, I, I, have I have, like, one of the most eclectic
0: music tastes that you could ever imagine. I have I have opera. Yeah. I have uh, uh, rhythm and blues. Yeah. R&B. I have um, rock. I have old rock. I have some some songs that were real easy to dance to. Yeah, back in the day. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So it's it's pretty wild. Phantom of the Opera, I have a big, you know, I have uh that soundtrack that I really like. Yeah. We have
1: a, we have <coughs> sounds like we have pretty similar music collections. Stevie Nicks. Yeah, I like some of her stuff. Fleetwood Mac, Austin. Yeah, I like like some of that too. Yeah. But, Bob Seger. Yeah. Beach Boys, yeah. Buddy Holly. Have you have you, uh, have you you noticed some of the crazy stuff that we've been having is like little bumper music here and there? Yeah. <laughs> and Kathy's been getting a kick out of that. Yeah, I, I try to pick stuff that like I'll get like an earworm, you know, uh, like, you know, like you'll something will run through your head and then it won't go out. Oh, yeah. And so like there'll be like one little teeny tiny part of a song that I heard somewhere that'll stick in my head. Well, yeah. and so, it just happened to me the other day and Kathy was like the
0: hell were we something was on and there was a, there was somebody singing and I was like, oh, I don't want to watch that and I walked away from it and then all of a sudden I found myself humming that tune. I was she was like, What the hell are you doing? You're humming that tune.
1: I was like, I don't know. Oh. Yeah, that happens to me all the time. And then, actually I watched a video I watched you know, I'm not a big Pink fan. Yeah.
0: And my sister had posted something on Facebook of Pink singing uh me and Bobby McGee and I was pretty impressed.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, you know, she's a, actually a talented lady and she doesn't have to be such
1: a weenie. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the thing is, is some of those some of those um people really do have some significant talent. And yeah, and they, I don't understand yeah, why yeah. they have to be like Well, it's cuz it's a the problem is is that the, the music business um Somebody has to put the money up to put together the CD to record the CD then they have to put the money up to promote it then they have to put the money together to you know do this and that and it and it ends up being a big huge investment and the people that are putting that investment together don't want to take a risk on your like idea of what it should be They're going to have like a conference room full of people writing lyrics and another conference room full of people like writing music so that it fits like a formula that will actually sell. Yeah. And that's, that's how it's done. It's like, you know. And, and, but a lot of times the people that are, that are plugged into that model, um, are far more talented than what they're putting out would, you would ever like believe. Yeah. So, So, uh, movies out monument men sucks yeah I didn't I'm like I'm I'm, I might miss that one yeah I I we
0: were all excited about going to watch that mm-hmm and uh, saw a review and the review was sucky because that's a very interesting story yeah Um. and apparently they don't tell the story well mm. you know they kind of miss the story and they just go in for the action part yeah and uh. and I guess the backstory of the of the guys that were involved in that were pretty interesting. Uh-huh. So not going to see that, waiting that for for video. Um,
1: Lego Story, my wife wants to go see it. It's at our The theater. Lego movie. She wants Did you to see, see it? that? No. Well, she, I'll, so so the deal is, is like my, I live in this real small town and I can walk from my house to the movie theater, which is on Main Street in like five minutes. Right. You know, so like. I don't want to see that one, but I wish they'd get something I could take uh, my daughter to. That isn't like torture.
0: I thought that that... Well, you know, listen. That scored... The, the movie reviewer that we were watching scored that movie way higher than than the... Uh, it's um, it's about Legos, though, right? Right. The whole set's about Legos. And, and it's, uh, I guess... I haven't seen it. I'm just regurgitating what the reviewer had said. He said it was it was very well done. Hmm. Now I don't know what the storyline is—good versus evil. You know, maybe there's some global warming underlying some hippie bullshit in there. Yeah, I don't I don't know that because huh. I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know my wife wants to go see it, so I'm I'm thinking that we're probably going to go see it. And um, my guess is we will probably enjoy it, and then oh. have to re- have to really think about what. Hidden messages were in it at yeah. a later
1: date. You know, um, Scott is Scott Eldridge, Jonathan. Eldridge. Oh, yeah, he, I bet well, you. He well, he's be a big, he's, he's a, huge a huge Lego, huge guy. Lego
0: guy. And I, and I, one of the guys I dive with is a uh, uh his son is really into that and building the bridges and they build all of these. I mean, they it's a huge deal. Well, so I think we're going to go see that and um they're remaking RoboCop. Yeah, I kind of liked the original. I did too, and I was thinking that maybe that might be because they basically upgrade the the uh, the technology a little bit, so it might be the same kind
1: of a storyline, but a little better technically. Every time they remake the movies, though, they make them PC. Yeah, well, It pisses me off. Well, that was and that
0: was considerably that was not PC the
1: original. No, <laughs> I actually did like the original. Yeah, one. I liked it too.
0: Uh, the other thing, the other one, their new Captain America movies coming out,
1: baby. Never seen any of those. Shut up. Yeah. Really? I, honestly, no, I haven't. Um, oh man, I like Lone Survivor. I see. I didn't see
0: that. That's good. You should see that I one. I, I, I know, and I haven't. I haven't. I think you'd like it. Haven't seen that yet. Have you given away uh, your knife yet? Nope. I did. I did put a um uh a a link from, from Facebook to sign up there's not very many people signed up for it yet
1: and it's a free knife, i'm not people. gonna
0: announce huh it's a free knife people i know just sign up um the other thing is uh um i cannot believe that you don't, you don't like any
1: of those like I, captain america just, or I, I, Iron i'm Man not saying or, i don't like them because i haven't seen them i just i just there's i have a limited amount of time and I have to be very careful which movies that I choose you need to spend to install, my time You need
0: on. to install that on a laptop and pl- watch it in your car when you're driving. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> I can I can do that in my Jeep, you know.
1: Well, yeah, but I, I'd probably crash. Why, you can't do two things at once? Well, not, not two visual things. What? I try to pay dude, attention can, to the road. Dude,
0: I can I can drink a cup of coffee, talk on a phone, text message, play with my computer watch a movie, and eat a hamburger at the same time while I'm driving down the road.
1: I like to drive. <laughs> I just want to drive. <laughs> I, I do all of those things all the other times. Like, Not really, I can't, I don't do Yeah. I, I I listen to a book on tape and drive. That's what I do. Um, let's see, what else was I going to say? Um, we talked about movies, we talked about the giveaway. Um... Oh, um, this this weekend uh, I want to I want to talk to Mike again. I want to interview uh, Jim about the night uh, the straight razors. Oh yeah, because okay. we we got uh, Tim Zawada and he talked about it, but I want to get like even more specifics. Well, you know Jim's what's going interesting through about the process that too. Right now, you know, one
0: of the things I guess, and I haven't seen this yet, but apparently there's a uh, discussion going on somewhere about knife and tomahawk fighting, and uh, somehow or another, I got. Vol told I was going to help with a demonstration, oh, a knife and tomahawk demonstration, okay That's <laughs> so what I said, Oh oh, okay,
1: can I bring my forty five yeah yeah <laughs> that 's my thing it's like somebody runs at me with a knife, I run away, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then i 'm drawing as i 'm running, <laughs> yeah, exactly,
0: shooting back over your shoulder. did you ever see uh you know the there, there was a funny scene in a movie called "Romancing the Stone." Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, when Joe, what, what's his name? What's that guy's little guy's name? Joe Piscopo or no, 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 the little guy, the the what the hell is his name? He the he used to be on Taxi, and he used to
1: be on. Oh, it's um, uh, yeah, I know he, the guy from Goodfellas, Joe Pesci. Yeah. yeah, no, no,
0: no, no, it's not Joe Pesci. The guy that the guy that's the uh, he was he was the dispatcher in Taxi, and he was in. A movie called Twins with Arnold Schwarzenegger and he was in Romancing the Stone. He was the little guy, little short guy. I, ah, for the life of me, I cannot think of his name. I have to look it up. Anyways, uh he's running. The bad guys are chasing him, and he's got a gun and he's shooting over his shoulder. As he's running, he's shooting backwards. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that that's me.
0: a funny it's a funny scene. As he's running, you know, and the music's playing and he's uh as he's getting away, he's uh he's shooting over his shoulder behind him. Like he's shooting up in the air behind him and he's shooting Yeah.
1: his name well, is like Danny, DeVito. Danny DeVito. Danny yeah, DeVito, yeah, yeah. And Throw Mama from the Train and all those great movies. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: He's he's but he's he's funny. Yeah. And so he's as he's running, he's shooting over the back of his
1: he's like like shooting yeah, yeah. like this. <laughs> <laughs> or there's a scene in Indiana Jones where a bunch of guys are running after him with a sword, and he pulls a pistol and shoots Oh, shoot. yeah, yeah,
0: that's a, that's a good one. That's in the the first one.
1: Yeah, and then... there's uh, the Lost Ark? Let's see, another movie um, I would recommend is Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, I thought Ooh. that was awesome. That was an you awesome movie. You did see movie. that, huh? Yeah, I, I, I saw two movies because I was stranded somewhere. I saw... Um, uh, you know, that, uh, Marky Mark movie in Wolf of Wall Street, and I recommend both of them. Um, let's see. Oh, you know, all of this talk about hollow handled survivor knives, you know? Yep. Apparently, like, we're not the only ones, uh, that are geeking out about them now. There's a, there's a, a thread over on Blade Forums that's 12 pages long with people, like, just going ape shit over, like, Hollow-handled survival survival knives. So I think there probably will be a resurgence of that. Mm-hmm. Um, the I guys at Martin uh, Knives. I've said all
0: along, if they're done properly, yeah. you know There's no. I mean, there's no one end all, and that's and I, and that's the thing. I mean, there's there's things that you can put in a in a survival kit that will help you along. There's mm-hmm. there's things that, but you know, you better be able to survive out of your pocket because that's probably what you're going to have. Yeah. But the, the you know, when the, when the plane crashes and you're the only survivor left, you better find your luggage so you can find your shit. Yeah. Because you can't carry it on the plane anymore. Yep. You know, I mean, that's, that's the way I'm always thinking anymore. I was like, okay, how can I improvise a cutting utensil with what I have in my car? Hmm. Not in my car, because in my car, I could live, I could make a house with what's in my car. (laughs) So <laughs> someone was literally totally. on me the other day because they were, I was pulling out my dive gear out of the back of the car. They're like, "What do you have this for?" And it was uh, then he pulls out uh, and and in the back of my Jeep I've got like a like a little like a, a it's kind of like a fanny pack thing. It's over a shoulder bag. Yeah. that's got like a bunch of crap in it. And then, but it's it's like clipped to one, the back of the roll bar. Yeah, and then where it's hanging behind it is. There's a double-bitted axe. <laughs> there's a single-bitted axe, yeah. or hatchet, and then there's a um, a Yeah, a bar, the <laughs> a park, park River, river Yeah, and it's and they're all like like in a in like a little pile behind that bag, you know. And yeah. the I was like, what the hell is this for? And I said, what do you, what do you mean? Just what, what what do you what what do you really need an axe for in your car? I said, well, I don't know. I said, there's trees that fall across the road up. I said, I live up in lawless countryside you know there's you know a tree can fall across the road and nobody's going to know about it for uh, two days and sometimes you have to deal with it you might be going somewhere and a tree falls across the trail yeah it's happened it happened in that video that we did yeah we've there's
1: we've already dealt with that
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah. you know I mean I know I mean that shit happens up here all the time yeah it's like in my in my my prowler I've got a hatchet I've got a I've got a a machete Mm mm-hmm and something else that I have in there all the time, you know, it's not unusual for me to have a shotgun laying on the dashboard of my prowler, yep. <laughs> you know, but it's, it's pretty funny, but not, uh, but a lot of times if you're in an airplane or you're, you know, on a cruise ship, mm-hmm. what do you have? Nothing. Cause you can't take anything anymore. You have to, it's all in your luggage. Yeah. So your luggage better be able to float or survive a crash, so you can get, fi- so you can find it. Carry Pelican cases. That's why I always have Pelican cases. That's why I have them. They're awesome. Yeah. I have, I have my, my luggage is actually Pelican cases. So is mine. Is it? <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> it's funny. Don't ask That's me about, how I know about luggage falling apart. <laughs> it, it
0: actually, it actually is. Um, adds about what, like eight or nine pounds to your. I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. I don't care. I will say this: you can cram so much shit in one of those things that it's only. It's about one of the only ones that you can not break, not bung up the hinges.
1: Yeah, you know, you can actually keep shoving shit in it and close yeah. the lid and like stand on top of it and then yep. snap the things. Like, yep. I don't care how much yep. it weighs. Yeah, it works. It's
0: it's the way to it's the way to it's the way to travel. There's no doubt. Yeah, it is the way to travel. I have actually have an, a cutout for my M4. For one of my Pelican cases.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you see that case that I uh, put together um, for my Browning? Oh. Yeah, I, I have a Pelican case, uh, and I cut the foam and everything. I got a Browning, I got a <laughs> Ruger Single Six, and then I've got a a um, Man licker style uh, Ruger Ten Twenty Two in there. And one of my one of my
0: Pelican cases, I have it set up so that I can put. Um, I can break down my M4, and I can put a pistol, 1911, and two magazines, Mm -hmm. and um, I can put extra magazines for the M4, and then I can put my body armor over the top of it, and then I can put some clothes over the top of that, and I can close the lid and take it. Good to go. Good to go. That's my my kit. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Anything else? Anything uh, else you got? We'll get to Corey Murphy's email next week because I did scan through it briefly, but I don't. I, we don't have time to address it today. Um, uh, look for the next episode to have uh, the Bark River guys. Uh, look for uh, videos coming out from that. I'm sure we'll find something to shoot. I really want to see if one of those guys will do a demo on sharp grind lines because there's nothing on that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I want to talk to Jim about his razors. What else? You got anything else? I want to eat at that sandwich shop. Oh, dude. Do you like liver sausage? Um, I can take or
0: leave it. Okay. My new favorite sandwich. I, I'm a, I love liver sausage. I, I like liver sausage and onions and mustard. I'll and leave. That it. Makes you me- can have all of that. And, and that makes me happy, okay? Yeah. Well, I just found this hipster sandwich. Okay. It's liver sausage, um fancy mustard, like brown mustard or uh-huh. deli mustard or one with seeds in it. Uh-huh. Havarti cheese, uh-huh, which Havarti cheese for those that don't know is like the most butteriest, yeah, really creamy cheese, yep. Really creamy, buttery tasting cheese. And um Alfalfa sprouts. Ooh. All together. And and I had this sandwich in this nice little deli in, in Charlevoix, and they call it the Goldie, it's a great little... And, and the shop is a great little shop. So I, I made it on a English muffin, on uh-huh. a Bay's English muffin. Oh, my God. That's what I'm going to eat for lunch today. <laughs> that sounds good. I absolutely recommend it. Even if you're not a liver sausage guy... Try that, and you may find yourself liking it because it, because the sprouts and the mustard work together, and the Havarti cheese work together in such a way that it just nice. That does it. Yeah. So what have you been cooking lately?
1: Uh, let's see. I made. Um, I've been tearing up, uh, making uh, falafels. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. uh, I like that. My my friend Mickey taught me how to make falafels, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been making uh, a lot of hummus. Uh, Let's see, I made homemade mutter paneer, which is an Indian dish. You know, the cheese and the peas and the tomato sauce dish that they, Mm -hmm. uh, let's see, tonight I'm making uh, a Chinese dish. uh, It's Mugu gai Pan, but I call it Doodoo gai Pan, because my girls Mm -hmm. like that name. (laughs)
0: just My wife thinks your stuff.
1: daughters are adorable. By the way. Oh yeah, yeah, they are cute. Oh, I made uh, spaghetti and meatballs last night.
0: Oh, it I good. made pasta last night too. I made uh, ravioli and shrimp and uh, pancetta. Okay. In a butter sauce, it was awesome. Nice. And um, how
1: was your how was your meat project? Uh, the the dried beef is done. Um, the capicola is still hanging. It's not ready yet. My, How's the beef? The beef is fantastic. It's unbelievable. Yeah? Yeah, it's it's unbelievably good. Um, I have a video up on how to do that. It's really really easy. Um, bring it. Bring yeah, I I'm gonna. what I I got to remember to throw um, some dried beef, some bacon. I got you guys present in the Philippines. I got to remember to bring that. Um, you're driving your truck? Yeah, because I don't think I don't know if that grinder's going to fit in that focus. No, mm. I don't think so either. It's on a pallet. Well, I don't even know that the pallet's going to fit. I'm going <laughs> to probably have to take it apart and figure out a way. It'll it. fit
0: in the it'll fit in the truck. Uh, I think it'll fit in the truck.
1: Okay, where are you going to stay? Uh, I don't know yet. Probably that right. hoopty hotel there, the Sunset Motor Inn or whatever. What? <laughs> It's twenty five bucks, dude. (laughs) I'd stay outside, but uh, you know, you're a puss. Well, (laughs) hey, you want you want to camp Saturday night? I'd do it in the nearby uh, national forest there, but the problem is the time of travel and stuff is going to kill me this weekend because I got I got to drive ten hours Friday and ten hours Sunday. So really, I I need to spend all of the time that I have available on that stuff that we talked about those little projects. Yeah. Wow, is that going to be enough time? Yeah, uh, it'll take me. It'll take us. Uh, maximum you leave on mo- Friday morning. Yeah, I'll I'll be leaving from my one of my offices Friday morning at about ten thirty. So I'll I'll probably be up pretty close to there. I don't know if I'll make it all the way, um, but I'll be I'll probably be in Saturday morning early. All right. Um, yeah, but it, it'll take it's us a maximum a of an hour to shoot the work sharp, a maximum of an hour to shoot the uh, sharp grind lines. Probably more like fifteen minutes for each of those. And then all we all the only th- other things I have to do is that uh, is our podcast, and then screwing off the rest of the time. Maybe we'll, we'll make some, shit up. Yeah, maybe we can like make some dinner or something. You know. Depends on what's going on up there. All
0: right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, sign up for the uh, sign up on the website and a, and and get your free knife. You know we're gonna do uh, another big giveaway here in short order. Yeah, but we have to give this one away first. But, but <laughs> I want to get and it and it's uh, maybe that nobody wants a skyline. I don't know. It's actually kind of a cool little knife. Yeah. I mean, surprisingly, cool little knife. Right? But maybe it's just not quite cool enough. I don't know.
1: Our guys are spoiled. They want us to give away like, you know, like Martin knives and stuff. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'll I'll give away some Bark Rivers next time, but
1: oh, were we supposed to say that? Yeah, I can okay. say it. All right. I thought we were no, going to hold it out. I thought we were going to like hold out on that. Oh, blank it out then. Okay. I will. Yeah, I'll blank that out. That out. Say, say yeah, go just beat that out when I Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, leave them in suspense. Yeah, just go, just just beep me over that. Yep, I will. So you, and that's going to be the only beep in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't be spending like nine days editing this stuff. Well, there there wasn't actually anything, was there? Well, you had I have to just cut off that one
0: spot where I took a piss, and uh, and some dog traffic early on. Yeah, that They'd wasn't a big good. deal.
1: And then you know, there's I uh, I don't know. I have to listen back to it. Maybe I don't I'll, think there'll be very much. Yeah, there's not going to be much that I have to. I keep think that, I
0: think it'll be the time when I got up to take a piss.
1: That's about it. And that's and that's about it. Well, I will listen to my rant. Maybe I got a little carried away there. Maybe I'll cut. <laughs> maybe I'll cut one thing that I said out. <laughs> but by and large, I stand by what I said. But maybe I didn't yeah. need to tell, say that one thing. So maybe I'll cut that out. I'll think about it. <laughs> I'm not worried. Well, I'm not worried either. But I mean, basically, what I'm saying, like, I'm at my frustration limit. You know, I'm just, I'm just sick of it. Like, I'm sick of the indoctrinated zombies. I'm just not putting up with them anymore. That's why the That's why the apocalypse is coming, dude. Yeah. Did you see they closed? They closed Atlanta for two days. Yeah, yeah. Again, well, th- th- because last time they got criticized for not preparing. Right. Yeah. What,
0: what, what, have, what the hell are they calling it? The blizzard apocalypse? No, the snow apocalypse or the
1: or whatever. Snow. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I got to run. If I'm going to get All right, any exercise. Talk to you soon, done. man. Stay so, out of trouble. Keep your uh, friends sharp and your knives sharper. And uh, ah. you can find us on Facebook, the Knife Journal Podcast. Uh, Knifejournal.com. Right I'm uh KR Versteg on uh Facebook V E R space S T E E G you can friend me I always accept even if you're picky He's uh Jim Noka Is that yep. how you're listed No on? actually I think it's James James Noka N O W K A Right Uh check out my my uh naughty YouTube channel Average and, Iowa guy And if
0: you're if <laughs> if you're cool I'll accept your friendship yeah, no, I'm just <laughs> I'm just I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm pretty uh uh oh, hey, you know what? Uh like my um my kid's doing a thing about bullets, too, uh called bravery bullets. Okay, let me find. Watch that. out for him?
1: Bravery bullets. Okay. Yep. I'll I'll check that out.
0: Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And uh that's that. Let's have a good uh let's have a good day and be careful out there. Don't cut yourself.